Thank you for tuning in to the Victory is Greater Than the Struggle, an ex-lesbian podcast with myself, your host, Jessica Newsom. All right, today I wanted to talk to you guys real quick about Peter when he was arrested. Now, some of you feel like there is no victory in your life. It seems as though the enemy is just beating you down and there's no light at the end of the tunnel. And you're just saying, Jessica, I don't see the end, the end to this. I don't see how God is working on my behalf. What's going on? And the problem is we want to be able to see everything in the spirit, right? Like we want to be able to see exactly what God is doing. We want to know exactly what the angels are doing because then we would feel better. But all we can see, right, in this natural world is what we can see with our eyes, hear with our ears, taste with our mouth, right? Touch with our hand. But at the same time, there are people who are sensitive to the spirit and, and, and can see things in the spiritual realm. And that's an amazing gift to have from the Lord. But for those of you who are just saying, you know what? I'm struggling to believe that God is fighting my battles. I'm struggling to believe that in the supernatural realm, like that the angels are working on my behalf because you know what? It seems like the enemy is just going eight rounds with me and he is beating me up and he has my back up against the ropes and I don't know what to do. I want to share this with you, okay? So again, in my study group at church, we are going over the Acts of the Apostles. I like this book. It's super fun. And right now we are in Acts 12. So I want to read to you real quick, Acts 12, verse 6, a little bit of a backdrop. So uh, King Herod, okay, he is basically persecuting people who belong to the church. He's He's executing them, okay? And what he does is he finds Peter and he arrests them. This is what it says in verse 4, chapter 12. After the arrest, he put him in prison and assigned four squads of four soldiers each to guard him, intending to bring him out to the people after Passover. So Peter was kept in prison, but the church was praying fervently for, fervently to God for him. Verse 6, when Herod was about to bring him out for trial that very night, Peter, bound with two chains, was sleeping between two soldiers while the sentries in front of the door guarded the prison. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared, and a light shone in the cell. Striking Peter on the side, he woke him up and said, Quick, get up. And the chains fell off his wrist. Get dressed, the angel told him, and put on your sandals. And he did. Wrap your cloak around you, he told him, and follow me. So he went out and followed, and did not know what the angel he did not know that what the angel did was really happening. Okay, so I want to say this. Peter is arrested. He is being persecuted by the king himself. He's wondering, I'm, am, am I about to be beheaded like some of my other brothers? You know, and, and so he's just in jail. He has guards on every side of him. He's chained. There's guards on the outside. And an angel of the Lord comes and just totally just uh, uh, took everyone by surprise because they don't even know that he's gone yet. And Peter walks straight out. He walks straight out of the prison. And I want to share this with you. When we look at the enemy in our life, when we look at our life and we see these traps, we see these situations that don't seem to be getting better, we see 
um, these areas in our life where we're still struggling and it seems like the enemy is just winning victory after victory and we're just receiving loss after loss after loss. The enemy will always come in like a flood to still kill and destroy. Most definitely. He will always do that. So know that number one. But at the same time, you need to know who you belong to. Do you follow God? Right? Are you, are you, are you, uh, one, are you, are you a child of God, right? Um, are you a Christian? Do you believe that Jesus is your savior? Okay, awesome. Now, do you follow the word? Not perfectly because none of us are perfect, right? Uh, we all have faults, but at the same time, are we striving to, to, to emulate the footsteps of Jesus, be who he's called us to be? Because if we are doing that, if we are, if we are following the things of the Lord, the Lord's got us. But let me share this too. I want to share this. There's been times in my life before Christ when I was not following God and angels had my back. Let me tell you, there was times when I should have been arrested and I wasn't. There was times, you know, I should have been dead and I wasn't because God has a plan for you, even though you're in a place to where you're just like, I'm not even sure that I want to follow this God, right? God already knows that, that you will become his child, that you will say yes to him. So if you look like um, Peter, in a sense, to where you are shackled by trials and tribulations, burdened down by strongholds, where it seems like there's an enemy on each side, whether it's finances, whether it's bad relationships, whether it's just a mindset that's off, whatever your thing is that has you bound and shackled, the angels of the Lord are there to to. To, to do a couple different things for you. And I just jotted down three, um, and there's definitely more, but I jotted down three and I love these. One, the angels are there to guard us in all of our ways. That's Psalm 91:11. They're there to guard us in all of our ways. Two, they're there to minister to us who are to inherit salvation, Hebrews 1:14. And third, they encamp around those who fear God, Psalm 34, 7. Now, let me tell you something. If we are, if we are striving and we are, you know, doing our best to, to, to follow God, I understand you're going to mess up. I understand you are going to be perfect every day. I am not perfect every day, right? But as long as we are just trying to move forward, okay, and not, um, um, well, I'll just keep it like that, but the angels are there to be able to help us move forward in the things of God. They're there to guard us. They're there to, to, to help us to understand the pitfalls that are in front of us so we don't have to fall into those traps of the enemy and be bound. The angels are there to guide us. They're there to minister to us. When we pray to God and we're just like, God, help me. I need answers. I need this. The angels are messengers to be able to, to, to get you those messages that you need. You think about, um, um, people who are just praying and praying and praying. I don't know about you guys, but if you've ever had like family who just pray, you know, and, and praying for you, praying for you to get it right, praying for you to get it together. Um, prayer warriors are absolutely amazing because angels are just there working on the behalf of those who are seeking God, who are praying, right? When our prayers goes up, blessings come down. I love that phrase. And so we have to be able to understand that even though we don't see 
God working. Behind the scenes, he is working for us. Angels are working for us. Although it looks as though uh, we are pressed on every side, we have to know that God is for us. So we have to put on the full armor of God every day. Literally, we have to put on the helmet of salvation. I know that I am saved. I don't have to, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to listen to the enemy that continues to say you aren't saved because you kept messing up. So you need to say the prayer again, right? No, I know that I'm saved. I know that I'm saved, right? Because of Jesus's grace, right? Not, not because I deserve it and not because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm perfect to any, any, any degree. Jesus is just like, because of my grace, you can have a uh, salvation. You can inherit salvation, right? And so we have to put on the, the, the shoes of peace, the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, right? The sword of the spirit. We have to put on all these things and stand in our authority as Christians. So many of us take off the full armor of God, take off that armor, right? And we walk around just with nothing on and the enemy is beating us up day and night because we don't know who we are in Christ Jesus. And we don't think that angels are fighting for us on our, um, fighting on our behalf to, to be able to gain victory over these things that we're going through. God is for us. So who can be against us? No one can be against us. People can try, but they aren't going to win. So we have to understand that even though we don't see uh, the light at the end of the tunnel at the moment, even though we don't see the change happening right now, we have to stand in our authority as a Christian. We have to pray, 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 continue to spend time with God, continue to develop your relationship with God. When, when you're struggling through stuff, you need to press through, man, just worship God, worship him, worship him. And, and just like, just press into that worship. And something happens when we continue to worship and we continue to pray. It's like just, you could feel, you could sense the chains falling off. All of a sudden you can have joy when, when your heart was just downcast. All of a sudden you can have peace when, when you had no peace a few minutes ago, because God is strengthening us, right? And so we have to understand who we are as children of God so we can stand firm in our faith and 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 not let the devil bully us around. All right, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Thank you again for tuning in to The Victory is Greater Than Struggle, an ex-lesbian podcast with myself, your host, Jessica Newsom. I'll see you guys next time.